When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 125 of the All Dolphins podcast on this beautiful, yeah, it was beautiful, a little bit of rain, uh, Monday, November 13th, 2023. As always, we will begin with our tribute to a player whose jersey number corresponded with the last two numbers of our episode number, in this case, 25. And I think the first go around, we might have gone with Tim Foley. Obviously, if we were to include current players, Xavier Howard certainly would rank pretty high among the list of players over 25. Oh, we do not players. include certain current players. I uh, know I don't include current players. That's too easy. And instead, I'm going to go with a former first round pick from the University of Florida in a year when the Dolphins had two first round picks, 1989, the one and only safety, Lewis Oliver. Oh, no, I think you went with Lewis Oliver the last time. Oh, you do? You think so? I don't know. I, I don't know either. I hate. I would hate doing that. I hope somebody maybe kept track somewhere and will tell us. Because um, I think I went Tim Foley last time as an ode to the 1972 team, and I had made the point that Tim Foley was a cornerback early in his career on that as a start, as starting cornerback on that 72 team. Later in his career, moved to safety where he became an, a, a Pro Bowl player. Okay. So Lewis Oliver. Again, this was the year Dolphins had two first-round picks. They had the ninth pick. They took. They chose Sammy Smith from Florida State, a pick that did not pan out as Omar is doing yeah. the cringe look. Um, Lewis Oliver was a solid player for the Dolphins for a few years, had a monster game in a win at Buffalo in 1992 when he had three picks, including one he returned, I want to say, 103 yards for a touchdown. This was a game early season battle between two AFC's powers. Dolphins won 37 to 10. Uh, and Oliver was known actually, though, as a hitter in the secondary, along with his former UF teammate, Jarvis Williams. I remember Lewis Oliver because he threw a lot of parties that I used to hear about on the radio. Um, and uh, uh, I think he had a club or something like that. But hey. Lewis Oliver was a man of, of, of the town, and I enjoyed men of the town. <laughs> there you go. Uh, jumbo size safety. Uh, in fact, I don't recall the Dolphins ever having a safety that size. He, he was a big dude. So anyway, that was our little, very little quick trip down memory lane. Today was the return to practice of the Dolphins following their bye, uh, where a lot of the top teams in the FC lost. We addressed that. On the show Sunday, today was about the Dolphins and his practice. And the big news, very obviously, the return to practice of one Devon Achan. Yes, he, based on what we were seeing, uh, he looked pretty decent. Um, didn't look like he, you know, was limping around. But, you know, Mike McDaniel expressed that this was a situation where it didn't need to be scoped. It didn't need to have surgical procedure. Um, really, they we shut him down from a precautionary standpoint, put a knee brace on him, and he should be 
okay. Now, question is, where 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 is he in terms of um, understanding the concepts, the playbook, and things of that nature? Obviously, he's been around. I haven't seen him, but I, I'm pretty sure that he's been around. So it'll 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 look seamless. Let's hope. Yeah, and and he he didn't look like a guy who had been out for four games with a knee injury. Uh, and, and the big question, of course, is did either Omar, Omar or I confuse him with Savan Ahmed at practice today? <laughs> you know, you no, know, that'll there. never happen again. I had to go there. Um, it's interesting, though, because I was looking at both of them. I was like, okay, was, did, they, did they look similar? Um, and maybe I today I noticed – Tiny guy. No, correct. But we, we, we were usually – when we watch training camp practice, we're in the stands, which is farther away. Today we were like between the two fields – uh, where we were closer to them, and it looked like maybe Ahmed is a tad taller and slimmer. HM, yeah. maybe a little bit shorter and stockier. But I'm when you walk on the practice field, I'm pretty confident I won't. <laughs> well, there, there's certainly a big difference when yeah. we're as as I I would like to again. If you didn't hear it the last time, I want to apologize to you, Dolphin fans, for mistaking the two. Uh, and telling you that they are comparable players. They are not comparable players. Uh, and uh, let's be all excited when Devon gets back and in, re resumes what he was doing because he was really on pace for having a uh, – when he when he got injured, he was the second leading rusher in the NFL mm -hmm. um, with half of the carries that Christian McCaffrey was the right. only other guy had. Um, and nobody expects him to continue to maintain a 12 yards per carry average, which he presently has. Um, however, uh, if he does half of that, um, he will still be a phenomenal rookie. I'm pretty sure he can't win rookie of the year because CJ Stroud is absolutely killing it right now. Nobody saw that coming, especially having watched him in the joint practice in Houston. I ain't know he would like that. Um, but Devon Achan being back, uh, is going to be huge for this team. And it's interesting you mentioned that the joint practice in Houston because I was I had the Dolphin offense versus the yes. the Houston defense. And uh, in case you forgot, we double teamed that. Omar and I were both in Houston for those joint practices. I gave Omar the, the defense. Uh, actually, I, no, I believe I gave you the choice, and you took the Dolphin the <laughs> Dolphin defense. Because um, I know what you wanted, but I, I I did take the Dolphins defense for both practices, and trust me. Uh, CJ Stroud did not look like that. Okay. Uh, did not look like the biggest, baddest quarterback in the NFL and one of the quarterbacks who's having the best rookie season. No, he was not like that. No, I mean, no, he is. He, dude is like, he, like you said, he is, he is balling big time. Uh, HN, by the way, still second among rookies in rushing yards. Even what cares about that? He needs to be second in the NFL. Well, I, I was going to make the point before you cut me off that this is despite missing four games and another one where he basically played, uh, what, five snaps or whatever it was. This man was the second leading rusher in the NFL before. Yes, you. he was. I guess, on, I, on, on no opportunities. <laughs> well, no, he had three straight 100-yard games at the time he got injured against the New York Giants on a one of those tackles that a lot of NFL players or, or – is it NFL players? Some players or some people want to get out of the game, that hip drop, they call it, where basically mm -hmm. a giant dude hangs on to the top of your body and then drops his entire weight and drags you down with him, which is basically, you know, a nightmare for knees and hips and ankles. You can't and get rid of everything. Uh, 
it's, no, but I don't, I don't like that tackle. I, I and and trust me, I hear you. Uh, I when can you get rid of cut blocking, then then we can cut blocking something that they should have taken out of this game a decade ago. If you continue to allow it, which I, I really don't see that often, but when I do see it, I mean, it, it's horrendous. Start protecting defensive. When you make a rule that actually protects defensive players, then we can start worrying about these offensive players. This game cannot be so focused on offensive players. No, that's fair. My counterpoint to that, though, and we're getting off topic, we'll go right back to the Dolphins here. When it comes to quarterback injuries and the quarterback rules protecting them, my view has kind of been like, Jesus, why don't, why don't you, you know, like. Put flags on them. Yeah. Put flags on them. However, I don't know about you. I'm not necessarily, and I know you love Joshua Dobbs and you think he's a great story. Usually I prefer watching games that include the starting quarterbacks. Like when I watch the Jets play, I'd much rather be watching Aaron Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. Okay, or... that's cute. <laughs> it's cute. Uh, um, uh, other, everybody gets hurt. I mean, this game. I, I understand that, but to me. It's just the quarterbacks. them. Dude, but no, no other injury affects the quality of the product. Quality of the product. I'm talking about as a consumer right now, as a fan of the game. I get it. Okay. okay. I, I get it. I find it disrespectful, just like I find every single rule about the NFL completely disrespectful to defensive players. Um, they matter, too. They're not just window dressing. They're not just the drapes on, on the back of the game. You know, when I, when I fell in love with football, um, I know this is a different era, but I fell in love with the violence of football. And it was the defense that I fell in love with before the offense. And I find it completely disrespectful and disheartening that every single thing in this game is just about the offensive players and protecting the quarterback and protect, protect oh, we got to worry about, like the defensive players have to make the tackle. Okay, now they got this small little strike zone that they got to they gotta make a perfect hit. They can't have the helmet, you know, they can't lower their helmet and have the player lower the helmet or it's just a head-to-head collision and it's their fault, not the player who's actually lowering his body to, to duck. I don't give a damn about how you get tackled. A defensive player's job is to tackle you and get you down. And if I got to dead my body to get you down on the ground and do my job, and you just also happen to get hurt in the process, nobody gives a damn about a defensive player when they get hurt or how they get hurt or the fact that players play with concussion, linebackers play with concussions over and over and over again because it's part of their job. No, every rule is about offensive players, and that just drives me nuts. I apologize for my anger and rant. You seem a little wishy-washy on the subject. Or what's your What's your actual position on this? My, but yeah, I'm my, kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my yeah, god! Like, I'm I, I, I just hate that every rule is a is about offensive players. Because offense sells, like it or not, offense sells, like it or not, offensive. More people. There, there are people this. in this world like me who think the defense is beautiful, and I get it. You don't want to see Joshua Dobbs, even though that's disrespectful because he's he, he's worked hard to just be. Uh, relevant in the NFL player that gets continues to get churned around. Yes, we don't want to watch Zach Wilson's of the NFL, but when you start protecting defensive players, then then and let's even it out just a little bit. Uh, but they oh, but they have my friend. They have with the with the uh, the outlawing of the the crackback blocks. 
that's to protect defensive players. The the cut blocks outside the tackle box. Oh, okay. It, Somebody can't it, hold you up while another guy gets cut, cut you. But okay, so but they didn't do anything. Huh? Try okay, harder. Back to the Dolphins. Back to the Dolphins. The big try question. Try harder to actually show them that they matter. Defenders matter. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave Sorry. that one. There, there, there are a few things I could say there, but I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, back to the Dolphins. I don't know about you. From the words of Mike McDaniel, and I wrote this on the story I wrote for alldolphins.com, where our work, Omar, Omar's work and my work, always free. There's a lot of it. It's good stuff. There you go. Um, I'm kind of thinking he's playing Sunday. He's getting activated on a Saturday because they're not going to do it before Saturday. I'm. Yeah, I'm getting, you haven't even gone through a week of practice. You're already like predicting that this guy's going to be playing. Yeah. Yes. I'm, like, I'm actually, that's exactly what I'm predicting. Are you let, predicting he's can not? We, can we watch him on Wednesday and maybe Thursday? We're not going to watch him. We're going to watch him stretch and and, and take handoffs. You don't have to tell the people that. You don't have oh, to. Sorry, don't sorry. Have to. We're going to watch the entire practice. There's only a few things we're allowed to reveal. Sorry, is that better? Yes, let's lie to the people a little bit. My goodness gracious. Well, I guess I, guess I should erase every single story where I've put during the open portion of practice. They don't know how long it is. Oh, it's no Okay. Barring a setback, yes, I am predicting Devon A. Chan will be activated off IR on Saturday. What the corresponding move is going to be, I'm not going to predict right now because I don't want to do that because I got burned by Kelvin Joseph last time. It was Perry Nickerson instead. Kelvin Joseph probably walks in that locker room and looks at you every single time that you're in there. He's that's, like, that's the guy. That's who the dude wanted to cut me. That's the guy who predicted I was going to be fired. <laughs> um, listen, it's not just uh, Devon. River Craycraft is coming back, needs to be activated by Tuesday. Somebody's got to get whacked. Um, Has he gone through three weeks already? Yeah, Tuesday's his day. Tuesday, he's back. Um, I'm not going to make any major predictions. Oh, I can do it. I can do that one. I can do that one. Oh, you want to raise your hand? You want to raise? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, if it's a player who's gonna who's gonna have to get released, or I'm sorry, we're at a point right now, nobody's getting released. Because the trade deadline is over, every player is waived, no matter how many years they've put in. They are subject to waivers. My humble opinion is unless somebody gets put on IR, the guy who's going to get cut to make room for River Craft is going to be, yes, yes, Robbie Chosen, Omar. Sorry. <gasps> Sorry, I went there. Okay. I, I hear you. Uh, I'm going to predict that Braxton Barrios is probably going to be sat down, put on IR um, because of his knee injury and knee issues. Maybe he's going to be rested. Think bigger picture for this team. Think elimination games. And right now they just added um, Anthony Schwartz, um, speedster from Cleveland Browns, ran a 4-2-5. He's added to the practice squad. He also has return skills and ability. I think we're probably going to be looking at him maybe filling in for the next three weeks as maybe a kickoff returner. Or, hell, you can have somebody else do that job um, and then have our our guy, Cedric Wilson. You know, notice I said our guy. Onion head said. Don't, oh, no, no, don't do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That was Tyreek Hill's nickname for him. No, oh, no, 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 no. That, no, was, no, that yeah. was not mine. We are. Not, not I am not following Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill could do whatever he wants. 
He could call. He put it out there on Twitter for all. Calling a grown man on your head. Said. It rhymes. I can't. Okay. I. I I'm sorry, but it, it wasn't me. It was Tyreek Hill's nickname for Cedric, Cedric Wilson in the offseason. He, he calls people vending machine. Uh, I mean, you're Tyreek. You could do whatever you want. You, and you've used vending machine, so. Yeah, I have used vending machine. So let me apologize also to Chase Claypool. <laughs> I I apologize for using vending machine. We are not going to call a grown man onion headset. Like, mm-mm, not going to happen. Not, not going to happen. It's funny sounding. Okay, I apologize for using on your headset. Okay, go ahead. Continue your and, point. And Cedric has been playing well. Yeah. Yes, he has. Oh, he let has. me interject. Let me interject here because we, we 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 mentioned Brax and Barrows. Important to note, if you recall, the last time the Dolphins practice was last Tuesday. They had four wide receivers who didn't work. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Brax and Barrows, Chase Claypool. Two of those four were back were at practice on Monday, and no offense to Braxton or Chase. Good news was it was Hill and Waddle. Uh, so, obviously, there's something amiss in terms of the health status of both Braxton Barrios and Chase Kleeple. So, yes, the possibility does exist that one of those two guys winds up on IR. River Craft mm-hmm. takes their place. Yes. What's interesting is that both of those guys are the slot. Are you know Chase Claypool was learning how to play slot, developing as a slot. Both of them are battling knee issues. Um, Hey, but if if it's if it's Robbie Chosen who gets whacked and has to go to the practice squad, I think it's okay. I think he'll be okay. Um, I, I, Robbie has made it very clear that he wants to be part of this. He wants to be on this team. Um, I don't think he'll go sign somewhere else unless a phenomenal opportunity presents itself. But I do think that he could Robbie- get claimed. Omar, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, but he could get claimed. Because remember, now everybody's subject to waivers. Yes. Um, Although he, he could always he could always say, "I'm not reporting, so don't claim me." Technically, I mean, I I I look at a team like the Kansas City Chiefs and say, "Yeah, you Robbie Chosen can help you." Um, but you know what? I have a higher opinion of Robbie Chosen than a lot of people in this in this community and fan base. So media room, media room. So it is what it is. Um, I like my track record and I I stand on it. Um. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I said what I said. <laughs> and, I, and I made the face I made. <laughs> um, also missing from practice, we're going to go run, run down through all of these. Durham Smythe, we did not spot during the portion open to the media. He's got an active brain. He's on. He's on the Alec Ingle, Raheem Mostert. I practice when I need to practice. Situation. Let me get healthy. Let me get better. Alec Ingle did not practice. Um, Raheem Mostert is on a limited practice. This has been since week one. And as long as he continues to lead the NFL in rushing in, in touchdowns, okay. Um, rushing average as well among. Among qualifiers, because Devon, 
Devon does not have enough carries to. He's, he's got the lead in rushing average. Raheem, Raheem Mostert, yes, he does. Oh, okay. among qualifiers, yes, among those with oh, enough carries. Okay. To qualify. Look at you, Raheem. How about that? How about that? How see? Oh, now you got to do it right. If you're gonna do it, you got to do I it right. Just did it perfectly. No, 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 no. You did a cleaned up version about that. People got to know that Poupard has a phenomenal. Um, I forget what her name is. Um, I, she's oh, a sport baby or baby something. Yeah, and she's like a rapper, and she makes millions of dollars on yeah, on, on on fans only or only fans. I can never. Safid always jokes with me because I call it the wrong thing because I actually don't have accounts to them. Um, but she she makes she shows she makes two point five million dollars oh, yeah. last year. Yep. Um, Bad baby, I think her name is. Bad baby, there you go. Bad baby. Go, how about, do it right. Do it right. I can't believe I, I know this. I actually know this because my, my daughter knows that. Yeah. Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> I love that? you to do it. <laughs> um, I'm a performing so, monkey. I swear. Just tell me tell me what to do. I'll do it. No, I, we digress. Um, yeah. It, it. I didn't know that about Raheem, but that's dope. Um and and, and Jalen Waddle practiced and looked good in his little swim shorts. Um, he had some dope dolphins. It was a cool looking, yeah. It, it was. I, I I don't I don't even want to lie. I, like though they have they have very unique um gear right now going on in the Dolphins locker room. That Dolphin fans, if you guys had access to some of the stuff that they they have, and I know that the players are like I know Tyreek is like trying to sell shirts. Because they have NFLPA licensed licensing, so sure. players can sell their own, create their own gear and sell it with with the Dolphins logo and team stuff. And man, some of this stuff—if y'all Dolphin fans had access to it, all oh, would be selling like hotcakes. And and that includes Jalen Waddle's shorts that he wore at practice today. Yeah, no, they, they, there's a lot of cool gear. And then I get this question every once in a while when I do a mailbag, like. Oh man, I saw that what he was wearing. Can where can I get that? And some of the stuff is, yeah, sorry, you can't get it. And yeah, and yeah. it sucks. It's really it, um it, it it does. Two other guys who did not practice. Uh by the way, everybody on defense was present and accounted for. The other two guys, Jalen Jalen Phillips went to work with the trainer on the side for a little bit and went back with his outside linebacker group. Correct? Okay. okay. Remember, um, remember I told you? Remember I told you last week about the boot, right? Yes, you did. Mm. Yes, no and, and Jalen had a very, very, very probably my favorite press conference of the week today. Where of the week? Uh, it's Monday. You mean of you mean of the month of the year of the year? Probably yeah, no, it was year. very, very impressive. Um, where he basically admitted, my confidence is what holds me back, and that a lot of people have already told me my. My my mental state and my confidence in myself is really what's preventing me from being, you know, I get in my head a lot. Um, and these injuries have had me in my head. And I, you know, I really, it was so revealing. And I don't know if it was because Hard Knocks was there, but he, you know, he's not a, he's not a, you know, he's not a guarded guy. So, he, and he does, but for you to come out and you admit that, like everybody who's ever taught, who's ever talked to me or worked with me has told me that I'm my own worst enemy. And who admits that? Even though I admit a lot of things I shouldn't. Um, 
<laughs> sorry. Uh, no, J- Jalen is is so impressive and on so many levels. I mean, I, I love the kid. He, I mean, he is yeah. some kind of impressive. You mentioned hard knocks, and I'm glad you didn't. Uh, the cameras were in were in the media room. Um, we actually had Beasley take a picture of their group as they prepared. Uh, and we got a, de- a debut date. The show's going to premiere on Tuesday, November 9th, 21st, which is two days after the Vegas game. A week from a week from tomorrow, actually. I, mean, I don't know. If, and then it's going to air every Tuesday through the end of the regular season, and however long of a playoff run the Dolphins are fortunate enough to have. So, um, I just got to learn to be careful about what the hell I say. Yeah, because they're not going to come to us. The the, the Dolphins yeah. might have some editorial control. I don't think we're going to have Zippo. Yeah, nah. I, I do have to learn to be careful about it. I it's just not a habit that I that I have, as you you're quite aware, obviously. It, it, but yeah. No, but it's I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh I remember in 2012, I don't expect necessarily for it to be quite as revealing with the Vontae Davis stuff. Yeah. With the, with the Chad Johnson incident and how that it was handled. I don't think yeah, if that were to happen this year and certainly knock on wood that it's not going to. Yeah, it wouldn't be covered like that. My um, my favorite moment, I don't know. I know your your avatar is you interviewing David Garrard, which is caught in hard knocks. I did have a hard knocks moment, which was basically me asking Joe Philbin, why does your team suck? <laughs> and, <laughs> I probably it, exactly like that, right? It, it was kind of like that. Um, I don't even remember what it was about because I didn't I didn't care. It. it I, I, for those who watch the All Dolphins podcast, unfortunately, when God created filters, he never gave me one. And it's, that's just been my whole life. And it's not always a good thing. So. No, but I prefer that to having somebody with a filter, with a filter, a filter so thick that you have to question everything that's said. So, you know, it's the perfect balance doesn't exist. Um, I, going back to the Hard Knocks 2012, because we kept count in the media room, Yeah, I had the second most FaceTime of the series behind Ben Volan. Ben, ben Volan blew us all away. I don't know exactly what it was, uh, but Ben Volan is now with the Boston Globe. used to cover the Dolphins for the Palm Beach Post. I mean, he was constantly. And then there were a couple of others interspersed, and I wound up getting – I had no idea there was a count, but that was probably because, you know, anyway. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> because on that one. Or maybe it was just me who did the count because it was good for my ego. Yeah, I, I have you no know idea. your name, man, too. You probably keep count of everything. No. And I want to go back real quickly to Jalen Phillips with a little flashback to me because major flashback to Mark Dixon for those Dolphin fans who are old enough to remember him. Another guy who I loved, really, really good player. And I interviewed him one time and he was talking about how, how he sucked and all that and how like he's always thinking he's playing like dog crap and all that. And he explained to me that that's the only way he can motivate, motivate, motivate himself. And it was like really, like, really shocking to hear. Always play away from being kicked out the league. Absolutely. Always thinking I'm the worst offensive lineman on the team. I'm going to get, they're going to can my butt next week and all that. And the guy was the best offensive lineman on the team. Mm-hmm. What I what I found interesting about Jalen Phillips is that what he said was that him and Bradley Chubb they spent the first mm-hmm. half of the season 
lifting one another up because they are both the same way. And I know Bradley Chubb was a little down on himself early in the season because in his opinion, he was playing like dog poop. Um, I wasn't, I saw the, I'm close to making a play. And I recognized that. And there were so many times and opportunities he was close to making a play and it just didn't happen for him. And fortunately, Joey Porter or Jason Taylor had always taught me that those plays come in bunches, sack come in bunches. And if you just stay with it and stay resilient, they would come. Now, I did acknowledge that I don't think he's a hundred and hundred million dollar player, but right now I can tell you he's certainly performing like a hundred million dollar player. And if I had to list guys who are performing the best on the Miami Dolphins team, Bradley Chubb would be right up there in the top five. Absolutely. And um, here's the thing about Bradley Chubb. It's not that many players who will tell you that they are aware of the contract and the expectations that come with the contract mm -hmm. and mean it. And he repeated that at the end of last year when he wasn't producing that much. And earlier this year, he's not been afraid to say it. He's somebody who's clearly aware of what's expected of him because of the price the Dolphins paid for him, both in terms of draft capital and the contract they gave him. So props for props to him for not being like, oh, I'm just trying to do my job and then I can't control everything outside. He knows that there are eyeballs on him to produce. Mm -hmm. And there was a certain point in the season where Andrew Van Geek was a top defensive player on the team. That should not be the case, but he isn't anymore. I respect on Van Ginkle's name. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I have a bad habit of, of disrespecting Van Ginkle because I – and if you didn't see the Van Ginkle first to 10, you definitely need to check it out. We learned that he's 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 a descendant of the Vikings. It's big to him. Um, and, and he should play. He, he, he's certainly killing it right now. Um, but let's admit, there are three players. No, no, correct. Especially based on, the, again, based on, the, on what you gave up to get players and what you're paying for them. Yes, Van Ginkle, no. As, as respectfully and politely as possible, should not be the one making the most impact plays at outside linebacker. He's not Robert, even. No. Right, Robert, right. Hunt, Robert Jones also did not practice. We should mention that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Robert Hunt did work out on the side with the trainer, that's, which, which is positive. Um, we will have a better understanding about where he is on Wednesday. But if we're going to follow Mike McDaniel's mentality philosophy towards games and injuries it's air on the side of caution and to give guys extra time robert hunt has not played in two weeks now um if he practices wednesday he could practice the whole week unless he's full we don't know if he's going to be cleared to play on sunday and he also mentioned that robert hunt and robert jones are week to week mm -hmm. that's his code word for yeah, I'm I'm more concerned about the bigger picture than I am about Sunday's opponent. And strangely enough, everybody has taken the these Las Vegas Raiders lightly. And I know that the 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 the, the, the uh, odds makers have made it what a 10-point line, which to me it cray cray, but I know I know that the Dolphins are a different team at home than they are at road, on the road. We we've talked about that on the Dol all Dolphins podcast consistently and you know 
10 is relatively fair if, if well and also Antonio Pierce and what he's done in his first two games as interim head coach of the Raiders is a great story and they obviously look like a different team they look like they're enjoying playing and all that let's also not forget that the two teams that they beat were the New York Giants and the New York Jets um, all right cool and and both at home now they right. go on the road all right cool against the Dolphins who are quite a bit of a step up from the competition in those first two games so that's fair. That's fair. They're they're an offensive juggernaut at, at home where the heat and humidity is a factor and their cheat motions are a factor, um, but they need to play a clean game. And I am concerned, as I've consistently been concerned about the offensive line and what happens to the offensive line when Robert Hunt doesn't play. And today I, I did ask Mike McDaniel a follow-up question, which kind of addresses something that I, I had a conversation with Kendall Lamb about, which I've shared on this podcast, where basically Kendall Lamb said, yeah, me guard, nah, that ain't gonna happen. It's not a good idea. Lester Cotton's a better option for this team. I'm fine with my role as a backup. I know who I am eight years into my career. I may tackle. And because the Dolphins organization and Bitch Barry has asked him, like, would could you do this? Would you do this? What are your thoughts? And that was a couple of weeks ago. And he shared and he shared that with me. I shared that with you. However, we kind of, you know, desperation leads to all kinds of different options and alternatives. And he's been asked again. And Mike McDaniel clarified it that he is now going to be also training as a guard and working as a guard. And it might be in the best interest of the franchise long term for him to actually play guard um, just because I just don't know if you're going to make it where you want to go with Lester Cotton as your starting option at left guard. And, and, and I'm not riding the Eichenberg Express. And I think that the organization is not interested in riding the Eichenberg Express at left guard as well. So what do you do? How do you fix it? Not short term, but long term. Give yourself as many options as possible. And that's why you cross train Kendall Lamb, who being a good team player, I'm sure said, I, I don't think necessarily my forte, but absolutely I will, I will do it for the team. I'm dying right? to get into the locker room and talk to him on Wednesday just about this because, you know, I like him. You know I like him. And oh, he's a good dude. Yeah. We we have a Kendall Lamb first and ten, don't we? We have a Kendall Lamb first. We actually, in fact, now that Omar mentions this, would encourage you to check out on the on our YouTube channel, the Old Offense Podcast. We have Kendall Lamb. We have Austin Jackson. We have Robert Hunt. We have Cater Kohu. We have Andrew Van Winkle. Van Winkle. Wow. We have Andrew Van. <laughs> we have Andrew Van Ginkle. Um, and I'm going to forget one, aren't I? We have six. Don't we have six? Or do we have five? Uh, oh, Ra Ra Raquan, uh, Raquan Davis. Oh, Raquan Davis. There you go. Those are, those are the six. Uh, we did those during the bye. And I, as I said, and I stand by this, if they don't get to – I'll lower my number. If they don't get to 8,000 views each, I'm not doing any more because it takes, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to do those first and tens. Um, so 
Um, you like them, watch them. You watch them, I'll do them. Um, but if not, love you. Say like as my people would say. Yeah. Uh, and on that note, I think we're going to wrap up this episode. Tomorrow is Tuesday, and you know what that means? Behind Enemy Lines, where we'll be joined with the publisher of the Fan Nation Network sister site for the Raiders, Hondo Carpenter. Hondo. Hondo. I like that name. Yeah, Hondo's a great dude and big dude, too. Hondo, Hondo's a large individual. I mean, tall. He's like 6'9". Um, but good dude, and he knows he's his nine? Six nine, he knows his Raiders. We're gonna have a great conversation. Uh, and then Wednesday we'll be back at practice, but more importantly, tomorrow we'll be behind enemy lines. Omar, close it out. Thanks everyone for watching. Omar's gonna close it out as he always does, because I can't do it nearly as smoothly as he does. Oh, come on, you do great openings. They got the least I can do is close. Um, we thank you for supporting us, we thank you for watching also. If you can do me a favor and watch and listen on audio streaming, audio streaming sites, because right now we have to get to a certain threshold to trigger a different types of ad on audio. And you people have always loved us and supported us. We appreciate you. Subscribe, rate the audio version of it. You know, five stars. I would love it. If you don't, if you don't think it's worth five stars. I understand. I'm, I'm not forcing your hand here, um, but we are we are actually supported and sponsored by you guys. And we do this for you guys. And we definitely thank you and appreciate you. Um, you can find us on alldolphins.com where you can find all our work for free. On that note, we are out and we'll see you tomorrow. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.